Welcome to the Technology Trailblazers podcast, where we explore new ways to unlock business potential with unprecedented technological innovation. Hi there, I'm your host, Derek Little, and this is the podcast for companies of all sizes wanting to digitally transform their business with the latest technology. In this episode, I was honored to speak with Greg Tanaka. Greg is the founder and CEO of Percolata.com, a company that helps retailers align their marketing and store traffic with staffing levels. If you've ever shopped at a large store like Home Depot, you know how frustrating it can be to try and find an item without the help of a sales associate. While a big box store may not worry about annoying a single customer, a small retailer needs every buyer they can get. Since staffing is their biggest cost, they can't afford to overspend. But if they routinely understaff, they'll lose sales critical for survival. Specialty retailers are learning to manage this balancing act with the help of modern store traffic counting technology. In this interview, Greg explains what insights retailers need to know about their store traffic and how to use this data to maximize their profitability. Here's what he had to say. Especially retailers are the retailers between large anchor stores. Stores between these, these anchors, they have rather discretionary purchases like apparel, beauty, fashion, sporting goods, stuff like that. And what would happen is a lot of people would walk in, but very few people would actually buy. So using the point of sales would be a really poor way of knowing whether people walked in or not. Versus let's say Walmart, very few people would walk, go to Walmart and enter the door and not buy anything. There are some, but not that many. What would you say then is the traditional approach for a retailer to align their marketing with their store traffic forecast and their staffing needs? That's where the need is, is that, you know, for, if you look at a retailer, like a physical retailer, the biggest controllable cost is the labor, right? Now, rent for the place is expensive, but you don't have much control. You got to pay it every month. Uh, you have inventory. So you have that variable cost, but you have to buy the goods or you have really no choice. But the labor is the biggest knob they could turn, actually. And so knowing how much labor to have in a store is critical. So like Walmart, right? Knowing how many, how many associates should they have in a given day is really important because if they have too many, they have a bunch of people standing around and cost them a lot of money. If they have too few, they have a bad customer experience and maybe they lose business. So knowing how much labor they have in a store is the application of all these traffic counters. This is probably the number one application. So I imagine if the store gets overwhelmed with business and there isn't enough staff, the staff get overwhelmed. Well, it's, it's more impactful than that. What people look at is something called a shopper to associate ratio. And if that shopper to associate ratio gets too out of whack, basically what happens is the amount of money you get per customer drops. Um, so it's something, there's something called, called shopper yield, right? So how many, how many dollars you get from each shopper, right? Not how much dollars you get per person that walks in the door. So as your, as your number of shoppers increase compared to number of sales associates, you start getting a drop off in how much money you get per shopper. So your shopper yield starts, start, starts plummeting as, um, as your weight, as your ratios, as your shopper to associate ratios start getting out of whack. It's critically important that they align the number of staff they have with the number of customers they have. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like the big driver for 
um, these traffic counters, right? I mean, there's other applications too, but that's like the biggest driver. So how would you say the coronavirus is making the situation worse? There's two types of retailer, right? So there's like the large volume um, kind of big box discount retail, like Costco, Walmart, and or essentials like grocery stores. And for them, their business has been really, really good because not, not much choice. You could certainly do mail order or over the internet, all that stuff, but it's expensive. And, and for people that, that, you know, have lots of money, they'll just, you know, have someone deliver to their house. But for everyone else, you know, you still got to buy stuff. So, so those, those kind of retailers have done well. The retailers that haven't done well are the ones between anchor stores, right? The, the specialty retailers. Because specialty retailers, it's more discretionary. So if, you know, you lost your job or took a pay cut, you're probably, you know, may not buy that new pair of jeans, right? Or that, a new suit or whatever, right? So the coronavirus has disproportionately affected who in retail, right? So it helped a lot of people online, online retailers, um, and hurt a lot of the physical retailers, especially in, at least in terms of special retail. So if there's a specialty retailer who has this problem, how would they step into using your solution? For a physical retailer, the top of the funnel are people walking in the door. You call them shoppers, right? They're not necessarily buyers because they may not buy anything, but they're shoppers. So that's the top of the funnel. The next level of the funnel are people who really get deep into like a really fine-grained funnel, right? You could say, well, the people, number of people that actually touch a merchandise, another people who actually talk to associate, number of people who actually you know check out. Um, so there's there's this kind of sales funnel aspect. Um, but to keep it simple, let's just say there's shoppers walking in and people who buy, right? It's a two-level funnel, right? Very simple. If you're like Walmart and you're just using the point of sales to look at the bottom of the funnel, right? The number of people who actually buy. Um, it works for Walmart because you have like a 99.9% conversion rate. Conversion rate meaning number of people who walk in versus the number of people who buy, right? So very, very simple. But if you're a specialty retailer, your conversion rates are probably like 10 to 30%, right? Much, much lower. You have a lot of window shoppers, but very few actual buyers. Or I mean, if you look at some some places like you know, Tiffany or some like jewelry stores or something like that, you're talking about insanely low conversion rates. So if you're staffing according to your, your point of sales, your, um, you know, your shoppers to associate ratio could get really whacked out, right? You could be losing a lot of sales as a result, right? Or overstaffing a lot. In fact, there was a study from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. They found something like 80% of the time, retailers are either overstaffed or understaffed. They, they only, they rarely get it right, actually. So the first thing they have to do is they have to measure what is the top of the funnel. And to do that, they need traffic counters. So what kind of interest are you seeing from retailers? Uh, well, we had a lot of success in the early days, a lot of success. But, um, you know, so when we, when we started, traffic counters, you could get quite a bit per month for a traffic counter. But computer vision has become a lot easier to do. A lot more people are doing it. So the amount you can get per traffic counter per month is way less than it used to be. Um, so we, this is kind of why we went up the stack, so to speak. Getting the traffic count data became kind of commoditized. We started getting into not just counting it, but forecasting it. So forecasting what the traffic counts will be. Because what you really want to know as a, as a retailer is not what it was, but what it will be. That's what, that's what you really want. So we got into the area called time series forecasting. So forecasting what the traffic would be um, on the period that they're staffing. Can you tell me about your turnkey service then, your guaranteed results, and how you use deep learning? So let's say that we forecast that 
10 people will walk in the store. If we, if our forecast is 10, okay, you pay us the full amount. If the forecast is, let's say, zero, right? We just totally missed it. We totally whiffed it. You don't, you don't pay us anything, right? So the amount you pay us is proportional to our accuracy. Okay, so if I was a retailer and I call you up and say, I'm interested in trying out your solution, what would the process be? So for, for large enterprise retailers we work with, um, they usually have very long procurement cycles. There's elaborate pilots we put together and benchmarks. The way it would work is we would start with a benchmark. Um, and these are like, like small paid pilots, essentially. Uh, we would st- start with a handful of stores. All retailers have some, have some sort of forecasting system right now. Uh, it may be in-house. It may just be using last year's data. It might be something fairly sophisticated. It, it really varies. But usually we're benchmarking against that. You know, in science experiment, there's like the scientific method where you're supposed to have control in a test. So if you change one variable in the test uh, and you compare it against the control, you can see whether that variable actually improves something or not, right? In our case, the variable is a better forecast. If you, let's say, suddenly have a much more accurate forecast, how does that improve your business, right? So let's say you start staffing against this more accurate forecast. How does your business improve, right? Uh, we would set up... <clears throat> Uh, test stores as well as control stores, and then look at the difference in sales between the test stores and the control stores with improved forecast. So step one would be to install this device, the computer vision device somewhere in the store. Well, usually at the front door, um, or if they if they had it already, which is increasingly so now, right? So um, you know a lot of retail stores have traffic counters now, so we may just take the existing traffic count data and then forecast off of that, or you know, maybe some of the smaller retailers don't have it, then we could hook up to their existing uh, security system and then provide traffic counts. So then does this data that's collected by the traffic counter feed into a dashboard and provide reports? That's originally what we did was we had these really elaborate reports. In fact, we would, um, there are some retailers where we would not just count them at the front door, but we cut them throughout the store, right? Like we, we have all these heat maps and, you know, very elaborate visualizations and people would just like be like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Right. Because it, it literally would be like Google analytics for the physical world. People love this eye candy, right? It was really exciting, but in terms of action, it wasn't terribly actionable. Right. So yeah. Okay, great. You get this, you get this detailed map of, you know, all the path people to take out throughout, throughout the whole store. What do you, what do you do about it? But the front door counter is actually very, very actionable. Right. Uh, because you still have to figure out how many people you need to staff for a store. Now it's less actionable for, Walmart or a grocery store because 99.9% of the people that walk in buy. So there's no mystery of how many people walked in. It's pretty much the number of people that bought, right? You could use the point of sales as a proxy for the number of shoppers. If I'm a, a specialty retailer and I come to you and say, look, I'm interested in your solution. How can you help me optimize my staffing and yeah. align them with my marketing mix so I'm getting a good conversion rate and return on investment? You would come into my store, set up a traffic counter, and then you would just work off-site to collect the data, and then you would provide me with reports and say, here's where you should be doing your marketing, here's where you should be advertising, or here's how much you should be spending. More like, here's how many people you should staff at 8 o'clock. Here's the number of people you should staff at 9 o'clock. Here's the number of people you should staff at 11 o'clock for this particular store. Or we actually do it by quarter hours. Like, here's the forecast for 8.15. 8.30, So then the store has to be really flexible on when <laughs> they bring people in to start work. So they, they, they have a schedule and they have some sort of internal forecast. 
and then they schedule the labor according to the forecast. Are there a lot of retailers using your service now? We signed up over 55 uh, retail chains throughout the world because during COVID, not many people are shopping. Well, at least, I mean, it depends on where you are. Maybe in Canada, it's different. But usually you're at minimum staffing, right? Because the traffic levels are pretty low or you're not even open, right? So at, at, at this time, since March, it's been very different. But in general, you know, how many people you should staff is, is a big challenge for retailers. We're coming to the end of the podcast, Greg. If one of my listeners wants to reach out to you to learn more, how can they reach you or where should they go? Well, they can go to our website, percolata.com, or they can email us at sales at percolata.com. So percolata is P-E-R-C-O-L-A-T-A.com. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Greg. Derek, thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks for listening to the Technology Trailblazers podcast. Are you an independent IT consultant or running a small to mid-sized consulting firm? Would you like to share your thoughts on my podcast? Contact me for more information about guest opportunities. My email address is derek at technologytrailblazers.club. That's D-E-R-E-K at technologytrailblazers.club.